Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are thrilled to be joined by a special guest right now and somebody that I was looking to have on at some point during the playoffs, but I didn't want to really bother him. And then I was thinking, well, I don't know if I could have Nick on because I'm afraid he's going to go nuts and maybe curse on the air. But you know him, of course, Nick Totoro, who is a tremendous actor and a diehard New York Yankees fan. And Nick, it is a pleasure to be joined by you. How you feeling now? Not only, we'll get to the World Series in a sec, but how you feeling? Where we're you know a week or so removed from your Yankees getting swept away. Well, I feel you know uh, confused because I don't even know where we're going. I mean, it was an up and down year. We had a first half that was unbelievable and a second half that was uh, almost a disaster. And now we got the whole Aaron Judge. Uh, tragedy. So I, I don't know what's going to happen here. I really, I mean, this whole Cashman boon, and I don't know if, you know, uh, Judge, if he's got hard feelings towards uh, what Cashman did. If, if that's true, that would be very sad. I, I believe in my heart that he wants to be a Yankee. I mean, I don't know how he can let this guy go because, you know, we haven't developed a nobody, and he's somebody we developed who maybe arguably is one of the best players, if not the best player in the game. He's the face of the team, face of the franchise. He's not the problem. There's a lot of things that are wrong with the Yankees. I mean, I can name a few. I mean, they got to become – I've been saying it for years. You cannot win with a right-handed hitting team. And whenever the Yankees won in the 70s, in the 90s, they were always a lefty team. Always. And you know what they did, Nick? You know what they did? I want to get to judge with you and then Cashman and Boone, but you just reminded me of something. After they went to Game 7 of the ALCS in 2017, that was the offseason they traded for Stanton. And because they traded for Stanton, and at the time I hated it because it was, to me, redundant with Aaron Judge. But after they made that move, they took themselves out of the Bryce Harper sweepstakes. Imagine Bryce Harper, whose father grew up a Mickey Mantle fan. Bryce Harper and that left-handed bat in that lineup for the last four or five years. You, you don't got to sell me on him, Sal. I, I've been a big Bryce Harper fan for years. He was begging... From what I hear, from what I understand, he was begging to be a Yankee. With his swing, with his trajectory, I mean, how could you, you know, you're right. They, I, nothing against Stanton, but they clogged that team. 
And, and you know, they, they kind of clogged them with the two big boppers. They thought they were going to have the Twin Towers with McGuire mm-hmm. and maybe uh, Canseco. And uh, it, not that it's been a total failure, but, you know, if you would have gotten Harper, the dynamic of that team would have been so different. I mean, they passed on him. They passed on Machado. They passed on his kid Castillo they didn't get. Went cheap with Montage. They don't get Soto, another lefty. I know he didn't do that great, but he's still a stud. And we bring in a washed-up Donaldson, and we throw money at that guy. I mean, the moves that are made, I mean, Beto, all right, has turned out, I love the kid, but there's been so many bad moves, and you just go, and then they want a penny-pinch judge. I mean, they could have locked this guy up. They had him cheap for all these years. I mean, I just don't know what's in his heart. Like, Jeter, you knew Jeter was going nowhere. But if this, if this guy goes, it wouldn't look right for him. It wouldn't look right for the Yankees. I mean, I think it's a, a mistake on both sides, but I don't even know what's going to happen. I can't tell you. What what happened to the Yankees I grew up hating, Nick? These are the lovable losing Yankees. They don't blow away everybody else as far as spending the most money. Do you know the last time they were in the World Series and won it in 2009, their payroll was not only number one, it was $50 million more than the next team, who happened to be the Mets at the time. Now they're third, and they're right there with everybody else, kind of the top five or six. They're not spending or going out there and being as aggressive as they used to be. That's got to hurt you as a Yankee fan. Oh, it does, because, you know, it's not the same. They, I think they're more of a business. I think they're more of a corporation. I think they're, the bottom line is, yeah, they, they're competitive. Yeah, they have a very – but they're like a sexy a woman that gets you all excited, and it never pays off. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I think, you know, it's just it's a shame that we're not about building a team that has a good look at this. Ass, I can't stand them, but they lose Correa. They lose Springer and they don't miss a freaking beat. Cole I mean, as well. I, I right. Out of with the Astros, but I can't stand them. I'm even rooting for the Phillies. And it looks like they might take it now. So, you know, that's a good organization. Something is not right with this organization. And I'm just I'm not the only Yankee fan. And I'm not saying people should be fired, lose their jobs, but the philosophy of this team has to change. I mean, where is how? Does this guy, does he have it in his bones? Is he, is he just a businessman? I mean, he needs to sit down with Judge and say, look, what, is it, what do you need? Whatever happened, happened. I don't know why they put that contract out there. That was dumb. Uh, I want to hear what Cashman has to say. You know, oh, it was a fair con. Come on, man. You know, I mean. Two hundred thirteen million. I mean, I I thought it was disrespectful myself at the beginning of the year, and now he's going to get probably a hundred million more than what they offer. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, listen, I don't see him playing with the Giants. I don't see him in that uniform. I don't see him as a Dodger. That was. It's not a good look. He. I mean. But I don't know. Well, you know, let me ask you, though, Nick, because we were talking about this, and we're talking with Nick Totoro, of course, great actor, famous actor, and a huge Yankees fan, and I love the videos. They make me laugh every time I and see them. don't worry about me cursing on the air. Yeah, no, I, I don't do that. <laughs> just, man, <laughs> no, you just I curse just in the videos, <laughs> which is tremendous. So let, let, put yourself in Judge's shoes, right? Maybe he's a yeah. little bothered, and I'm with you. I think that you use common sense. He, he wants to be a, a lifelong Yankee, but... He also wants to get paid what he feels he's worth. And if the Yankees don't come up to his number, then what do you do? So let's just give a hypothetical. Let's say the Yankees. All right, so say you're, you're, say you're negotiating. Right. What do you think is fair for Judge right now? $40 million a year? Right. Okay, so somewhere around that. I was going to go overall total, right? You want to do $40 million a year? That's fine. How, how, he's 30 years old. He finally stayed healthy. I think he was a little burnt at the end of the year. 
uh, he just looked to me like he was just, I don't know, you know, he was a little depleted. I don't know if he was worn down. I don't know if he had checked out, but it just seemed like he was on fumes. On let, some level. Let's but say. Like saying, how let, many years are you? All right, well, let's say. You, I think you look at it seven or eight years. Let's say from the Yankees' perspective, they look at it and say total value around 300 million bucks. So you could say that's seven times, what, 45 a year? Or if you want to go up to the eighth year times 40, you're looking. I mean, it's a little bit more than that. But let's just say the Yankees sit somewhere around 300 million bucks. And then the yeah. Giants or another team comes in. And says we'll go up to three forty. Do you, if you're the Yankees, go up to three forty or three fifty to get the deal done? I think you got to do whatever you got to do to keep him. I, I really do because, listen, if you lose him, you're going to lose a lot of fans. You're going to lose, you know, that guy ninety nine. What he represents right now, he's the one guy that you want to go see. He's the one guy. He just broke Roger Maris's record. You know, and, and any of these guys that have left Pujols, a disaster, a mistake. Even Strawberry said when he left New York. Mm. Let me tell you years ago how good Strawberry was. Right, to go to you the know, Dodgers when he first yeah, left the Mets. it was the biggest mistake of his life. So for him to leave just for money. I mean, Cano, all right, he was he left for money, but he's I not I know, but judged. Nick, but you're, talking about f- but you're talking about 40, 50 million bucks. Let's just say it's 25 million. And, we, you know, calls are like, oh, what's the difference? You're making 300 million. What's the difference of another 25? Listen, they gave, they gave Cole all this money, and Cole's not even what we thought he was. And they went after him. You're not, you're going to let this guy go away? The guy that you developed, the guy, the one guy that panned out? And he's a superstar. So you, know you, I mean? you wouldn't blame Judge then for taking the most money, but you want the Yankees to come up to whatever the best offer is. Yes. I want the Yankees to say, listen, whatever the number is, we will match it. Right. We will match it, and we will we will keep it, and then we'll make you the captain, like everybody's been saying, which is really a no-brainer. Um, and then I what, mean, the guy, what about Cashman and Boone? You, you want that? I mean, they're both going to be back, it sounds like, and they're meeting the media a little bit later on today at noon. You want them both back? I, I personally think it's time for a change, but I don't think that's going to happen. You know what I mean? I, I, just, I just think that some new blood, some new philosophy. Look at some of these guys that have come in and, and what they've done. David Dabrowski, other people, you know, they got rid of, you know, and made changes. And sometimes you have to because they haven't built a team to win. They've built, like, a good team, but they haven't been, like, a great team. You know what I mean, Sal? They haven't been a great team for a long time. All right, they, they win the division, they make the playoffs, and they get bounced. I mean, it can't, yeah, you gotta they get, get bounced. Got to get to a World Series, and it's clearly that but, whatever their philosophy is, is not working. No, it's not. It's not. And it's about winning titles. Listen, they got one token title, 2009. And then they broke that team up right away. Uh, and then, you know, it was the last one, 01, you know, when they lost, you know, the 2000, they beat the Mets in 01. But, you know, it was never the same 2003, all right? They, they should have won that series, but they didn't. But they haven't really done much. They haven't done much. I mean, I, I don't, you know, yeah, they win. But every year they get bounced out. And now we, we get bounced out by the Astros. And the Astros were, they're beatable. They are. But they know how to win. They know how to win. And, and you know, we don't have a great team for the postseason either. And you know, the- we're a strikeout or nothing team. We've been this way for a long time. 17 was a good story. And we've kind of gone downhill since 17. Yeah, well, they have not been back as far as they were. I know they got back to the LCS again in 2019 and lost, though, in six games. And obviously this year 
getting swept. All right, Nick, what's up with you? What first of all, who is White Claw Gabe? <laughs> well, White Claw Gabe is he's been with me for like twenty five years. He's my wife's first cousin, who I kind of fell in love with a long time ago. Very funny kid. Very different, very special in a certain sense. And uh my son has kind of made a star out of him, you know. Uh, he's, he's great. He's, of, he's great on social media. He's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And he has a huge following, like college kids, high school kids love him. He's become a Jet fan, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it kind of blew up when he was cursing about the Jets. <laughs> and, uh, and then my son said, you know, you got to come up with an identity. And he was drinking these White Claws. And um, so he named himself. The funny thing is, White Claw has never reached out to him. He's one of the biggest guys on Cameo. So, like, if you want to roast him, every day he's roasting people on Cameo. It's, he's really, truly, he's even funny just when he's Gabe. Oh, but White Claw Gabe is really, I mean, these social media guys, uh, I've kind of joined the world a little bit on TikTok, and it's a, it's a, it's a funny world, man, because, you know, there's, there's a bunch of guys out there that I've gotten to meet now because White Claw Gabe is everywhere and Little Mole Mozzadell. There's all kinds of guys out there. You guys are um, hilarious. I, I love the yeah, content. They're funny. They're funny. Yeah, they're really funny. And what are you so, doing? What What are you up to? Are we acting I'm or what? What are we doing? I'm doing a movie in, a, in Philly right now, and I'm driving back late. And uh, I, I, I just was listening to you on the radio. I says, hey, "Let me give Sal a call, catch up a little baseball with the World Series, you know, winding down." I says, "Let me." Uh, Let's shoot the, you know. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I'm thankful that you did. Do you remember when we first met? You, me, and I was walking with Malusas. We were walking back Malouche. from, yeah, we were walking back yeah. from brunch on the Upper West Side, and we ran into Nick in the city streets. It was great. Yeah. I know Upper West Side, and uh, I remember when I met you guys. It's so funny the affiliation I have with a few of you guys, JJ, Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've become good friends. I used to be connected with uh, Benigno. And uh, even Francesa, to a certain degree, I love Mike. I listen to Mike's podcast after each playoff game this year. Phenomenal. I mean, one thing about Francesa, he lays it down like a savage. The best. And the best. And he's the best. He. I mean, I listen to Russo every day. I'm, you know, MOB. You know, I'm a junkie. Yeah, but apparently. I, Jeez, I, how do you take it all in? Before about like some of these guys running these teams. I'm like, I almost feel like if they gave me a job as a, some kind of advisor. You know, I could almost bring more value than some of these analytic nerds that are ridiculous, you know? so yes. it's, Can we run our own team? Nick, I'm with you. I mean, that is exactly right. Don't you feel like these guys, they're paying millions of dollars and they just don't use common freaking sense? Because they don't watch the game with their eyes, Sal. Stunards! They look at numbers. And, and I'm, I'm so happy that the shift is going away and all this other junk that's ruining the game. I just leave the game alone, man. Everybody's always trying to change it, change it. Leave the freaking game alone. Yeah, it's gotten worse, unfortunately. Oh, it really has. It's so watered down. They're talking to people in the dugouts during the game. Get out of there. Stop <laughs> being hokey. <laughs> All right, Nick, I appreciate you checking nice in. Nice talking to you, Sal. I'm going to put you on hold. Fleegs wants to say goodbye. Thanks for calling in. Nick DeToro, of course. I love Nick DeToro, Marco. You've, it, it was oh, great. Oh, God, come on. Yeah, right. He's great. He's awesome. Moose and I were walking back from brunch. He was coming to hang out at my place. I forget what we were doing in the city that day. And we see Nick DeTore. He's like, hey, guys. And he knew. I don't know if he recognized Moose or both of us. or We obviously recognize right, him. Right, And then we started just talking up a little bit. And then, you know, learned he's a huge fan. And 
you know, heard him on the air for years and have had him on diehard Yankee fan. You watch his video? Oh, yeah, of course I have. Oh, my God. He the speaks best. for every Yankee fan yes. in like the heat of the moment. That's what you want. You're yelling and screaming at the top of your lungs. You want, you're ready to throw the TV out the window. That's exactly what it is. He's got that raw emotion that we all have. I wish I could do that. I, I, I'm a professional now at this point, so I can't get away with stuff like that. <laughs> but I, not so much here, but for TV. Maybe fly for the radio. But, I mean, Nick's taking his shirt off. He's cursing this bleeping guy. How does he go to this reliever here? I love it. Yeah. That's oh, tremendous. tremendous. And what was your favorite movie from Nick? You have one? I mean, uh, I know Brucey from the from not the Waterboy, uh, Longest Yard. Yeah, that that was a good one. Um, I mean, he's had a bunch of them with Sandler. He, What's the one with the? Uh, uh, see, now my memory's shot. The the one where he's the firefighter. Yeah, uh, with Kevin James. Oh, there Chuck you go. And Larry. I, I now pronounce you. There you go. Yeah, Chuck That's and Larry. what I was so looking I for. That Thank one. you, yeah. Fleeks. Uh, I'm trying to pull up his uh, IMDb here, and I know he was on NYPD Blue, right? That was like his big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I also ran into uh, where the hell is the his full page here? I also ran into his brother. Uh, He's John Cantor, yeah. right? And I saw him. It was in Montauk. As a matter of fact, I might have been with Moose. Moose and I have to keep having these run-ins with the Tutoros. And his, I don't know if it's their getting a little sister. upset here. I don't have any of these invites hanging out on the yeah, Upper West Side. Yeah, with this, you is, and Moose. this is years ago. Well, this was out in Montauk <laughs> many years ago. Are, his who who's who played Janice Soprano. Is uh, that sister their cousin? It is their sister. I know. I think it's their cousin. It's or the sister? cousin. I thought it was their sister, but I could be wrong. Right. So, it's Ada Turturro. I know that. Oh, right. Exactly. So she was with John Turturro, and we ran into them on the beach. And I'm like, hey, oh my god, whatever. <laughs> and then I tell him, oh my god, I loved you in Mr. Deeds. And he's like, that's what you remember me for, <laughs> Mr. Deeds. This guy's like one of the great actors the I was world has say, ever out seen. Out of all the, the the things, I mean, it's like, oh, your your feet. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, at up? least if you went with, like, you know, Jesus from the Big Lebowski, at least, you no. know, it's a, it's a memorable, like, it's a bit role, but it's a memorable what bit role. What year was that? Because I would bet over the years, uh, like, they realized the people who play roles in the Sandler movies realize more and more you get recognized for that just because of how consumed they are on a mass scale. Like, there's just... The Mr. Deeds uh, one? I, yeah, that just I don't remember. Sand- Sandler movies... Well, that was like what ninety nine? No, it had to be. Was it later? Than I don't that? remember. Big Lebowski was ninety eight. That one I remember, but I, I couldn't tell you what year uh, Mr. Deeds was. I'm looking Nick Totoro. Oh, here comes the boom. He was in that one. Oh Kevin yeah, James. yeah, yeah. Uh, the longest yard, as we said, NYPD Blue. That's what Mr. Deeds was. Two thousand two. Okay, two thousand two. So I probably saw. I would say that I met uh, his bro, Nick's brother John, on in Montauk. I would say after two thousand ten, somewhere probably around then. And the first thing I said, oh, my God, Mr. Deeds. By 2010, I mean, how many Coen Brother movies has he been in and all that? I I mean... I, I like after the fact that was probably, that was even after he played Billy Martin. Remember when ESPN did that show? Oh yeah, I loved oh, it. Yeah. Uh, Bronx is on fire. Or yeah. Bronx is burning. Bronx is burning. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. great. Yeah, and then, like after the fact, I realized, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have led with Deeds there. But that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> and you, can, I'm telling you, you could see the. Not like he was. It was cool, but it was just like that's what you remember me for. <laughs> you know what? It's he's, he's right. I, I gotta be fair. He's right. That's the kind of thing. There are plenty of actors I've heard say you can tell a lot about a person or a fan by <laughs> what is the go-to role they mention you for. Uh, I mean, he was in. And listen, he would class. have been right. That's right up Sal's alley. The Adam Sandler movie, of course. That's, right, what that's Sal's my yeah. personality. I mean, yeah. I dressed up as the wedding singer to go to the stupid concert last week, and I had a great Which time was, doing it. That good pictures, by the way. Oh, you like uh, that? Yes, that's that was a good job. I know they were making fun of me, Carton and Roberts, but I really don't care. I'll dress in uh, however I want, whenever I want. And I had a, me and my mother had a great time with it. Um, See, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would think of the Coen Brothers movies, all the ones that he did with that. I mean, that's the first thing that jumps into mind. Also, Quiz Show. That's what I think of John Turturro. So 
I, um, maybe he'd feel a little bit better talking to me if he ran into me, but I'm not allowed to hang out <laughs> with Sal and when, uh, outside feet, of the building. When Feet came back in John Turturro's career, the night of that HBO show. Oh, I love that one too. You no, know, I didn't see that. That I, I, I don't remember, but I loved it. I, I got to go watch. I knew. I remember JJ telling me that All years those ago. Were good. Wait, was that? Yeah, I never got back to it. There were multiple. Of yeah. those, or is that a one-time I think it was, that was the one-off. That was the one that James Gandolfini was supposed to star in before he passed, and John Turturro took the role, and the character had the problem with his feet. The night of, yeah, he was excellent. and I mean, he's excellent in everything that he does. I'm just trying to look and see with, uh, what else I should re- I should have He's really from. good. If you guys watch uh, the ben Stiller show, Ben Stiller like, helped produce and direct Severance on Apple. John Turturro is on that. Phenomenal okay. show. Oh, you know what Rounders, I love them into? You know what? Rounders? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that was an Kanish. excellent movie. Rounders, I remember being like, I couldn't sleep after watching that. It was on one night, late night. I saw it. And I was Tremendous. Like, oh, my God, what a great movie. You know what I loved him in? Monday Night Mayhem. You ever see that? No. That I don't know. Are you familiar with it? No. It's where they do the, it's behind the scenes of Monday Night Football. He plays Howard Cosell. Oh, I do. I, you know, I didn't see that, but it I do was, remember I that. It yeah, might yeah, have yeah. been a TV. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a made-for-TV movie. Okay, yeah, no, I, I remember lo- the, the commercials now. I loved it so much, I have the uh, the DVD of it. I love that's that That's old, movie. right? That's a while ago, isn't it? 2002. Yeah, well, that's 20 years ago now. Oh, Jesus I know, Christ. I know, 20 but it's 20 years, years ago. 2002, I was like, yeah, what was that, like four or five years ago? <laughs> yeah, right. 2002 on my mind is like new age. <laughs> 20 yeah, years yeah, ago! 20 years ago, self. My God! Right, Rounders, that's a great one. He got game, he was in that. Mm. Um, anyway, all right, there's plenty there. I love it. Yeah, why not? It's great. Get a little call from Nick and uh, and talk some Yankee baseball. Say, you got to go back and watch all those Coen Brother movies that he's in. Now, wait, he's in a million of them. I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Coen Brothers. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's that's some of my favorite stuff. Uh, and when you say that, I'm thinking of the well, I mean, they did the Brothers or the... Yeah, those are different. Uh, the Coen Brothers, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> right. Those are different people, <laughs> different brothers. Um, Again, it shows you what type of person I am. Yeah, now Coen Brothers, I mean, the Big Lebowski, that's one of their, you know, uh, I'm familiar with that. Right. There's there's a bunch of them in there that I'm trying to think of what he was in. The one with George oh, dude, Clooney. Raging Bull. He was in Raging Bull. Oh, you're thinking Marco's thing of Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, he was in Raging Bull now. I yeah. I've seen that eight million times. I don't remember the role that he played in that. Oh, maybe it was because it was I'm looking, looking at it now. Uh, obviously, that's a popular movie. In 1980, it was uh, just a, I guess, uncredited role. Okay. I was going to say, I don't remember him in that. But that, I mean, oh, so I again, I haven't seen it in a while. In okay, good. Uh, I'm trying to see which one I would embarrass myself with, but yeah, I haven't. All right, so give me your movies again now. The oh, ones Brother, Where Art Thou? That's a Coen Brothers. Uh, like I said, Big Lebowski. It's a small role, but it's okay. a memorable one. Uh, I'm just surprised you haven't seen any of the Coen Brothers. I mean, he wasn't in it, but Raising Arizona's uh, one of theirs. The uh, the one that they won Fargo best. Fargo is there. Fargo. They won best picture in 2007. Now uh, Josh Brolin, the name. No of the Country for Old Men. There you go. Oh, That's those I might have. I've, those are all Coen I Brothers. Saw Fargo. They have a lot of different like dark comedies. You should oh, no, probably wait, wait, check wait. in on those. Oh, wait, I get Fargo mixed up with Argo. What Argo is different. That's Argo's Ben Affleck. Argo's the Ben Affleck one. And which one was Fargo? Fargo is William H Macy. Nah, you're losing. Man. I might Francis McDormand. Yeah, right. She's in that. Which Familiar is one of the Coen Brothers. I forget Joel or Ethan's wife. All right. Anyway, I got a fresh uh, brush up on my movies. Apparently, with uh, John Turturro. A lot of IMBD tonight. You want to give the? Uh, yeah, why not? You want to give the update? This, and all well, that? this segment is brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Fleegs, what's the? Uh, it's WFAN and WFAN something or other. <laughs> oh, there's the Odyssey app, and no, I can't listen, remember the whole idea. You can listen on the free Odyssey app. Anything you might have missed. Go ahead, Fleegs. Well, who's on the phone? What do we got here? It's Nick again. You guys are driving me nuts. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Nick. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, I met no, him that listen, time, and I, I told listen, him Mr. Deeds. you got to educate yourself and go back and watch, like, Miller's Crossing. 
Right. Uh, John is brilliant in that movie. It's a Coen brother movie. He's in the weeds begging for his life. He plays this guy, Bernie Bernstein. Uh, and then Barton Finkley plays the writer that has writer's block with John Goodman. He, he won the best actor mm-hmm. in con for that. Uh, that's a, those are brilliant performances with the Cullen brothers. Thank you, Nick. Barton Fink is the one I couldn't think of. I was was searching my mind. The, the fire, John Goodman, I couldn't remember the name of it. You know which one I just remembered, Nick, that I couldn't think of? Anger Management. What? Goose Fraba. <laughs> Goose oh, he's Fraba. funny. He's yeah, funny he's, in that movie. He's great. I, I, I mean, he's funny in the Zohan, too. Oh, that's right. It's oh, Zohan. Man, he plays the guy, you know, I kill. I kill the <laughs> Zohan. He's hilarious in that. He's and great. And you guys, you know what? Monday Night Mayhem, I got a really good role. I played Chet Forty in that that's movie. That's right. You were in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. You were yeah, playing played, a crazy director gambling all over the place. Guy, the guy that, you know, he's the guy that developed the look for Monday Night Football. And John had a wig. John was a great Holocaust. Uh, he was a really great Holocaust seller, I have to say. He was wonderful. But it was TN, you know, it was TNT or Turner. So we didn't get all the accolades because sometimes television. Uh, but it was a good feature because they wanted him to be in the Ali movie. And he didn't want to do that. He thought the part wasn't that great and wound up doing. Um, it was a better role because it was more about Howard, Monday Night Man. It was. And for me, a guy who grew up, like, I just love broadcasters. And with Cosella, I wasn't obviously around to, to see it. I yeah. was too young. And, I- and the funny thing, Sal, was we shot a scene, me and John Heard, uh, in Yankee Stadium. The original, on oh, the original, refurbished. Um, we did a scene at Shed 40. And I cut my hairline in the movie. And it was insane. Like, I'd never done that to look older. And then my hair wasn't growing back. And my brother's like, well, what's the problem? What's the problem? I go, I mean, I should have never cut my hairline. Well, what is, what's the problem? I go, I'm not you, man. I cut my hairline. I need my hair to grow back. I was doing a pilot. And the guy goes, when is your hair going to I go, I know. I cut my freaking hairline. I don't know if you understand what that is. And it's, it, you know, you can't fool around with your hairline. And, uh, uh, you were going, you were great in that. Chet Forte had a yeah. gambling problem. You were you were anti gambling. Yeah, that was a really that was a really good role. And there's there's a movie I did when I was younger that had a lot of acclaim. It's a movie in black and white called Federal. Just to let you guys know, you know, you guys were trying to pick up some stuff, but everybody goes right to Mr. Deeds, or my brother, and you know, and Longest Yard. So you know, it's it's hey, so funny. Hey. You could be doing this for thirty years. And people call you, hey, Brucey, how you doing? I'm like, <laughs> right, you can get- <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not Bruce. I mean, I, you know, if I had a dollar for everybody that said Brucey, I would be, you know. You could buy I'd the rich. Yankees, potentially. I'd buy the Yankees, yeah, I'd be, you know, right. Now, Nick, just clear one, clear one more thing up. A- yeah. Ada is your cousin or sister? Ada is our first cousin. Ida, okay. Ida uh, no, is your first. Aida. You got to say her name right. Aida. Aida. And Aida. she's great on that show, by the way. Well, greatest, I mean, come on. Greatest show of all time. And, uh, oh. you know, Gandolfini is a. Uh, Probably the, the greatest. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a that show without him would have never been the same. But I mean, everybody was wonderful, but he was uh, he was just amazing in that show. But you're right. John did that role where he passed away, and John was amazing in that the night of. Yeah, you haven't seen it. Fantastic. It, now, yeah, is, he, he, is your is your brother a sports fan too, or no? He's a big sports fan. He's a big basketball guy. He doesn't know baseball like me. He's more of a casual baseball guy. But basketball is his his thing. Uh, big Nick fan, and you know he's a season ticket guy. He was, he was a fan when Willis Reed, he goes back to the, you know, those days, Dave the Busher. Awesome. You know, you know, so John is a, he's a good sports fan. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say he's as, you know, insane as me. Well, I don't know if anybody um, is. is but, you're up there, yeah, Nick. You. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a different case. Yeah, I have to like go to therapy for it. I'm thinking about that could be a really a great movie about that. It has never really been done where the guy is 
his whole life is taken over by like, you know, a a team or sports because it has affected me in a lot of ways. Right. They and, had uh, they had one movie years ago, The Fan, but it was about an obsessed fan, right? That wanted to like capture yeah, a player. That, that was stupid. That was stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that well, not that it was stupid, but it was more about a guy who was deranged. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, De Niro. Um, but you haven't seen. I mean, they tried to do something with Jimmy Fallon, but it was watered down. Oh, I'm I love that about, movie. Fever Pitch. You talking about? You like it? Yeah, I, I did like it. It was yeah. like a you know a rom com. I was in it. I know. Drew but Barrymore. I'm talking about doing it in a way. The Ferrelli that, Brothers, right? Yeah, I'm talking about doing it in a way where it's grounded, mm. where like your whole life it revolves around you know your days, everything. Hey, and then if you do it, uh, I have an idea where you'd be just driving around and you're listening to sports talk radio on the overnight, and you're so obsessed because you're a diehard sports fan, you have to call in to the overnight host. Right. That's I can right. play myself if you want. <laughs> I know. My wife's like, don't you ever get tired? I go, no. <laughs> hey, you're alive, right? Why Why? You, you, hey. Why get tired? Enjoy every minute. No, no. You know what I mean? I mean, it is it's it's it is an addiction, and it is a drug. You know, and anybody that's a true sports fan, they understand it. Because sometimes people go, is, is he for real? I'm like, you don't. I, I was doing this way before Twitter. And, and the problem uh, is you can't control it. There's nothing you can do that's going to control the outcome. So you can't buy a championship. If it happens, it's great. Otherwise, it's going to be depression. I went to the fourth game because I thought, well, maybe I could. Oh, you I sold the sweep, the huh? Yeah, no, I went and, you know, and there was one play where when they made that error at second base, I told everybody, game's over. And they were losing. Everybody looked at me. I said, it's over. You understand? Yeah. I said, the game is over. <laughs> and and I was right. I was completely right. I had two hits right after that. Because I know. I see the, I see it with my, I see ahead of people. And people sometimes say, well, you're crazy. I go, no, I'm not crazy. I'm a realist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I and I see deeper. Some know, people and some people. people can't handle that. And that's, no, they can't handle the truth. No, and and that's the thing about baseball. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I mean, it's been, I mean, it's, baseball will drive you out of your mind. Yeah, out and, of your and, mind. and that's what we're here for. This is kind of like the the therapy for for sports fans. Call yeah. up the radio station and vent your frustrations. So I'm, I just had to clarify some of the tutorial history. Thank you, Nick. So. I appreciate that because I was messing <laughs> yeah. it up more than I was screwing yeah. it up. No, no, you guys, you guys, you guys were funny. Thank you. Guys you were funny. I mean, the John is a. Uh, yeah, he's a genius, and uh, you go see some of the. Uh, you should see a movie called Mac that he directed about my dad. Uh, an older movie. It's a beautiful. It's a great movie. Mac. Mac. M A C. You'll see a young Nick in it too. Okay, all right. Uh, like a funny role in it, and it's about three brothers in construction. It's based on my dad and his brothers, and my brother made it when he was fairly young, and it won a. It also won an award in con too, and uh, uh, oh, the other movie that I was in that was good too. Was the Black Klansman with Spike? Right. Oh, um, right, that was a yeah. recent one. That's a good movie. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw Black. Oh, yeah. I did see Tremendous. that. That's, that's a good film. That's yeah. a really good film. We'll check. Mac, we... check out Mac. You guys will love it. We have some homework Mac to do. Is, the Mac is about my dad. It's about the tutorials, but it's about my dad. And I'm in. And an, yeah, and Romance and Cigarettes, another one that John directed, that Gandolfini um, played, kind of like my dad, and it's kind of an insane musical. I, it is kind of a dramatic musical, and it's the the IMDb um, page for the tutorials is. I mean, it, you need a, a whole book for you guys. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? I, you know, you forget. You know, you you really. I can't remember. You know, when I remember baseball stuff, I really can't. I can't remember. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, people say something, and it's in my body. You know, now right. I just don't remember a lot. I remember little things, but when I heard you guys talking about the Coens, I was like. I got to tell you, you guys are not mentioning Barton Fink. You're not mentioning, uh, right. you know, uh, Miller's Crossing. I know. You know. But I'll tell you my favorite Coen Brother movie. I, I It's my favorite. 
and John's not even in it. Um, is Fargo. Mm. I, I gotta Fargo. see. I gotta see that one. Marco oh, referenced that see, before. Yeah, I gotta you see gotta that. You gotta see Fargo. I'm insane over that movie. All right, they Ma- have some, they're like hit or miss for me. Mac I, and I Fargo. Those are those are the two on my oh, list. Fargo is great, man. It's in Minneapolis, and oh, it's just. I, I might have seen it before. I've definitely heard of it. So I'm uh, ninety six. Yeah. Tremendous. Such a good movie. And you bring up Sandler. I want to say one thing. How insane was he in Uncut Gems? I, I saw it like six times. I, I loved a, him. He was tremendous. Should have got the Academy Award, but, you know, I think they like, because you know, he's a, more of a comic guy. They want to give him his due, but, man, he was insanely Is great there in anybody? That. I went to see him in concert last Thursday. It was at UBS on Long Island. He's the best. How was it? Fun. Oh, it was, oh, are you kidding me? I laughed. I cried. That Chris Farley song that he does? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. He's a, he's a genius. Hey, he's, oh, he is. Yeah. He is. You know, when I, when I did The Longest Shot, I was just like, and, you know, he added so much stuff. It was amazing because I didn't have a lot on the page. And it get, became more and more and more because of him. The Sandman. Yeah. And I, I mean, the Sandman, if he sees you funny, one thing about it, he will pass you the ball. Yeah. And he'll, and he'll, he'll let you shine because he, he likes that. You he play hoops with him? You ever play hoops with him? I, I played a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I played a little bit. But he plays all the time. But, yeah. You know, he's a, he's a junkie. All but, right, Nick. Uh, all right, Sal. Good. I'm sorry. I just need to clear no, it up. No, no, you're good. You're good. I appreciate you clearing up, uh, clearing up a few things here. Hey, we it's making wait my to... ride better anyway. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate okay, it. Of course, Nick Totoro. Checking our uh, messing up of the Totoro history there with the movies. There's a lot. We have some homework oh, to I'm do, thrilled Marco. he got the Barton Fink in. I'm telling you, it was racking my brain. I was trying to figure out. I'm like, I could see John Goodman. I could see John Totoro. I could see the there's a scene towards it with their fire. Like, and I was like, what movie is that? And I couldn't think of it. I knew it was an earlier Coen Brothers movie. And I couldn't think of it. So I'm All glad right. that he so, called for that. So Barton Fink, Fargo for me and Mac for all of us we have to watch? Mac, I definitely want to see. That one I don't know. But anything about the t- their, their yeah. family is so ridiculously right. talented. Honestly, all of them. So that one I'm all in. It's funny, too. He, he, I mean, he's obviously he's Italian and can relate to it. He's like, you understand? Like, <laughs> it's, it's just the way... <laughs> Right? I Vogel was laughing. I was say, now I feel like I'm in the yard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, I feel like I'm at my grandparents' house around the holidays. You can't do that. You understand? You understand? Uh, I find myself saying that. Jeez. <laughs> uh, okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.